Hey everyone, welcome to another Artist Spotlight episode of Horror Haven Podcast. My name is Dylan, and today I'm with actor Jimmy Dempster. What's up, man? How you doing? Not bad. Um, so, yeah, we'll get right into it. So, the first thing I want to ask you uh, is what got you into acting? Like, what made you decide that you wanted to become an actor? Um, I, I get that question a lot, and the first thing I could think of is um, uh, the, the zombie film that I did. Right. Um, a zombie film I did a couple of years back. Um, I, I was just an extra. I got called on, and uh, and I, I got the bug, man. I was on that for maybe a couple of weeks. Uh, we worked nights into days, and then at the same time, I was shooting another. I hooked up with another zombie film uh, to shoot during a day, and I was an extra on that as well. And I just I got bit. I mean, I remember I remember sitting there looking at the principal actors and just learning and listening and. And saying, yeah, you know, this is fun and all, but it's like I want to do that. I want to do what they're doing. Gotcha. You know, I want, I want to, I want to have lines, and I want to be able to become a character and stuff like that. And and uh, I, I just got hooked, man. Right after that, you, you hear people talk about that a lot. They're like, yeah, they get the bug, they get bit. It's true. It's so true. That it's, was the point. It seems like something that caught on quick too, because you've actually like that was a just a few years ago, right? Yeah, um, I want to say what. The, it was like the summer of 2013, I believe it was. Yeah, and, and you then, you have been in quite a lot of stuff since then. Yeah, well, I mean, it was crazy because we were living in Florida at the time, and like I said, I wasn't, I had no aspirations at all to mm. be an actor. It was just one of those. I mean, I think everybody would kind of probably like to do that. Yeah, you know, yeah, that'd be really cool, or you know, whatever. But and that's how it was for me. We had a good thing going out in Florida, and I wasn't even aware that they had any kind of. Uh, a film and it, to me I was old school I always figured everything had to be New York or LA and I had <laughs> no idea how much it changed uh, over the years you know so I was just like yeah awesome yeah um now like looking looking through the stuff that you've worked on you've worked on like sci-fi horror um drama action like what would you say is your favorite style of movie to work on Oh man, I I, just, I love all kinds. Actually, I don't think there's a genre or a style that I'm not a fan of. Um, any, anything from uh, westerns to classic films, black and white films, um, it, I, action, martial arts. I was a huge Bruce Lee guy when I was a kid. Oh, my God, <laughs> <laughs> my father would take me to the flea market every weekend, and I had to have the poster, and I had to have the. I was just a. Oh my God, I was a nut. I think that might be my first film love that I can recall is the old martial art films specifically particularly bruce lee films i think we all did at that time you know we're like oh my god yeah. <laughs> everybody dug bruce so yeah that was i think that's where that all started but i guess now um specifically because of the the genre that i get uh I, that i get cast to be in a lot is probably horror um right right after that it's a close second because um like i said i'm a kid of the 80s mm-hmm. and i in like the big heyday of all the slasher films and <laughs> big horror film, the big heavy, heavy effects films, you know, Savini, Nicotin, all them guys oh, yeah. blew my mind, man. It was like, Oh, look at this. You could, the stuff that they were showing was awesome. Well, that's something and, I want to get into too. Like, um, cause we had watched my co-host. She's usually on these with me, but she got caught up at work later. So, um, but we watched one night of fear, the horror film that you had worked on, Oh, nice. Uh, last year. And that was the first thing we really noticed with it was we were like, holy shit, these effects, like, 
they were such a throwback to like Savini. Like they were very well done for for the movie, and that that was something that stood out a lot to me too. And like, how, how was working on that? That's what I want to get into. I had a blast working on that film. I really did. Um, I tell people all the time. I was like, at the end of the day, I got to basically do. Um, I got to relive my childhood, man. I, yeah. uh, not only was it different because I got to be the, the hero kind of, you know, the reluctant kind of hero, good guy, mm-hmm. which is something I never get to do. You know, since I started this thing, I always tend to go more toward the, the villain, <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, I've, I mean, I've always been that way anyway. I've always, you know, I've, I've always, uh, kind of seen more uh, myself along. I, I always go with the villains in the films. Um, but yeah, working on that, like I said, it was a chance to be like watching the movies I watched as a kid, like Friday the 13th, all the slasher films. You're just like running from the killer, running from the killer. And is he going to get away? And, you know, you get a fight to survive type thing. And Yeah, it was yeah, an yeah. interesting thing, too, because uh, there was part of the movie. I don't want to ruin it too much for anybody who's listening who uh, might go check it out after. But like when you guys are held up in the house and there's a lot of tension, like because, you know, it was do we run or do we stay here? It was like a cat and mouse type thing. And it, it was really cool to see how that all unfolded. Yeah, it was, it was crazy, man. Like I said, when they, um, and, that, and again, that was one of the things that I liked about it too, is um, th- there's a lot of tropes in there and the genre is, it, you know, it is what it is and it can go in certain places sometimes. But uh, one of the things that I, um, I know my co-star would agree as well. We just recently talked about this, um, Jessica Sonneborn. Mm-hmm. And another thing we did, we talked about how, you know, the characters are, are kind of a little more real. You know, they're not like a lot of times you get like the jock and the cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> the nerd. And then there's the that. And, you know, these these are just simple kids, just, you know, characters just out looking for a good time. My character invites his girlfriend and all of his friends up into the woods. And, you know, it's just something that he normally does. And he just, you know, unbeknownst to him that he was they just happened to bring him up in the middle of a place where. You know, some crazy shit's gone down. And now this so, was based on a, a like true events too, right? Yeah, that was the crazy thing. The crazy thing I had no idea. Um, <laughs> I, obviously, I'm sure very loosely, roughly based on um, true stuff. I'm sure it's like you know, like a lot. Like, nowadays, that's kind of a turnoff for me in a way because every, almost every other film, you know, based on actual events. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> You never really know like what the real what real deal is on there, but I thought they took a cool story and they put a neat little twist on it, and it was like, oh, that's interesting, you know. And they, you know, just kind of turned it up and went more toward the slasher element of it, which I was hooked. Like I said, when I when I was offered the script and offered the part, I, I jumped on it immediately because when we started filming that, I didn't have much of anything really going on as far as my that might. I think technically that's probably my first feature film, mm-hmm. as far as like you know. Uh, a lead or a, um, a, a principal or whatever you want to call it. I wasn't in that film for, you know, for most of the film. Awesome. And then uh, another one that we talked about a little bit. Well, hold on. I, I don't want to move away from this yet because you had said uh, when we were talking that you had a lot of stories on set. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, there was a lot of crazy things. Uh, one of the things that I we still laugh about is. Uh, the first day, uh, my first day of shooting, I think it might have been actually day one. We started off with the scene in the beginning. We kind of went by script and uh, the, the scene where um, Kate and I, Jessica, 
we're, we're starting, we're kind of talking and, you know, we're doing all this and then we're having this little kind of dialogue and then it goes into us just kind of like making out and stuff like that. It, it gets kind of, kind of funny in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That was completely, that was completely unscripted. That wasn't written or anything. <laughs> that was the, the crazy thing about that was, is, uh, we literally showed up on set that day, day one, like the first thing we're going to shoot and we never even met each other before. She was out and I think LA at the time mm-hmm. and I, we were there and we were just like, Hey, yeah. So I got this idea for this thing. Um, cause you know, I get, it was one of those things where it was like time and like some of the dialogue wasn't, wasn't working. Um, you know, that was written down. So they had to switch it up and they're like, listen, why don't we just improv a little bit? We'll go back and forth. We'll tell like a story and we'll turn it around into how like, you know, she's not, they haven't done anything together in a while. And we'll just, we'll just, <laughs> we'll play on that. And it was funny. And uh, she goes, yeah, and then we'll just start making out. I was like, really? And it's like, only, <laughs> only on a movie set. <laughs> only on a movie set could something like that happen. Hey, how you doing? My name's Jimmy. Oh, hey, how you doing? My name's Jessica. Yeah, so I got this idea. We'll just start making out. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, like, the movie looked good. Like, you could tell watching it that you guys were really, like, you could tell that you had fun making it, but you could tell that, you guys were like really into the roles too, because the acting, uh, uh, like with you and Jessica, um, like it, it was great. It was great development, and like you said, they were real characters. Like they were relatable characters. It wasn't like stereotypical '80s movies. So that was one thing that I enjoyed with it was that you know you had like the theme of the '80s with realistic characters, and even like the cutaway scenes where it was showing the the killer's origins. Like that was to me, it was very like Rob Zombie esque, like the vulgar, like really like messed up stuff. So. Yeah, and that's the kind of stuff that I dig. I think we all do. You know, yeah. I mean, a lot of movies are. Uh... There's a lot of stuff that I that I that passes for uh, hard R and like horror these days, but I don't know. They don't deliver enough. I think a lot of <laughs> yeah. CGI. You know, I, I'm a huge practical effects guy, so yeah, they they went all in on that one. It was it's pretty heavy. That was something I enjoyed, especially uh, the the first scene where you know the. the- the girl strung up. She's getting sawed into her stomach, and I was like, "Hold!" That was like right in the beginning of the movie. I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I'm sold. This is pretty good. <laughs> that, that was. It's funny because I think that's one of the scenes that they had such a hard time with getting an R rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as far as for distribution, it was kind of tough. It kind of sat around for about a year, almost two years, and it, that was, from what I understand, that was one of the scenes where they were like, that was almost a deal breaker for a lot of people. So they, you know, we ended up going with Amazon. And, uh, you know, it's had a good life on there and, you know, it's, it looks great. Paul Stewart, the, the DP is just, he's, he's, I mean, we've become good friends since then. I've worked with him a few times and he's just got a great eye, man. And the movie looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, it's thing you don't expect from a slasher, you know, cause there's a lot of stuff out there that I've seen and it's, it looks like garbage. You know, I was like, Oh God, but if it looks good, you know, I mean, you know, I don't know. It just has a. He's got a, his own little sense that everything has a vibe to what he what he shoots. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, like a, one of the standout scenes for me was um, the part where I, I, I think they I I don't want to spoil it too much, but there was a part where um, the cast I don't want to say who's still there, who's not, are trying to like de- devise this plan, and the camera's kind of just spinning around them, and it it's such a like hectic frantic moment and it almost like that spinning motion like it it puts you there it gives you that like 
anxiety, that vibe. So yeah, I, like I said, like I really didn't have any complaints with the movie. Like it, it was it was very well done. We we enjoyed watching it, uh, my co-host and I. So. And yeah, I appreciate. It. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That 360 spin shot. Yeah, yeah. it, it kind of it adds to the nauseation of it puts you right in there with them. Exactly. You're gonna do, you know. <laughs> so uh, another movie that uh, you were working on is Dark Road 79, and I do want to talk to you a little bit about that. That's not released yet, is it? No. Um, as far as I know, I think it's it's still doing some damage at the festivals. Um, I, I've been following it from time to time. I mm. did a. Uh, I think I did a day, a, a day, maybe two days on that. It was uh, one of the first films I jumped on when we moved out here to Georgia. I, I actually uh, I got in contact with the director, Chase, about a year or so beforehand, and he was casting, I think it was actually that. I think it was um, Dark Road 79. And he just happened to be all fully cast, and they were pretty much done with the film. They were, they were either done with it or they were like more than halfway done. It was all casted prepped and ready to go and i figured out well you know if something comes up in the future i'd love to work with you because i've seen some of his other stuff you know and you you always want to work with certain people so i was like yeah and then uh about a a year or so later fast forward we moved out here and i saw he put a post up for casting and he said yeah you know you want a chance to be in uh, this film dark road 79 they were doing some pickups and Stuff like that. So I reached out to him again. I said, hey, man, uh, it's me. Remember we spoke last year and, you know, got became friends on Facebook and stuff. And I followed some of his stuff. He's liked some of my stuff. And I was like, yeah, man, if you need somebody to come out for that, I'd be happy to do that. And uh, he posted a casting for the role of Michael. And I was just like, yeah, for sure. So I went out there, got booked. He said, yeah, we could use you. So went out there, did that, and uh, – I was on there like I think we did a day or two whatever it was and uh that was really fun uh Bill Mosley's in there he's he's got a good spot in that movie too and the movie's awesome I, we loved it we saw the red carpet here a couple of, uh what was the red carpet they had a, a like a, a premiere here before it hit the festivals and um we got to see the final product and it was really good really good film Awesome. Yeah, I mean, reading the uh, reading the description, it's definitely like right up my alley. So I was excited to check it out, and especially after you had mentioned that Bill Mosley was in it, I was like, oh shit, because you know I'm a big Bill Mosley fan. So all right, I'm definitely into this. But uh, the the description that you gave of it, and the description that I had read on it um, after speaking to you, like it, it definitely sounds like an interesting an interesting movie. Yeah, it is very well shot, very well acted. Uh, it's, um, what is it? Um, yeah, it's like I said, you mentioned Bill Mosley. He's, uh, he's a hundred percent Bill Mosley and it's turned up to 11. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's, he's crazy. He, he definitely, I, I feel like it, it's weird because you see Bill Mosley like in, in real life and he's very like, not like he is in, in his movies, but yeah. in his movies, he's like you said, like turned up to 11 like over the top like crazy but in a good way and it's like if i were to meet him on the streets i wouldn't expect it you know yeah like um i've like i said i've talked to him a couple times we meet up at conventions and he's you're exactly right it's he's just like for me if somebody's talking to me or if somebody sees something i do they could say oh yeah well i could believe jimmy could do that especially people who (laughs) People who've known me a long time, it's it's different because they're like, oh, that's Jimmy. He's 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 a little sick anyway. 
based on the you know the this just the stuff you're into whether it's the kind of you know, like heavy music or, or heavy kind of genre of film it's like yeah it's a little bit easier i think that's why i think a lot of people don't play the villain that much right they're like nah, i don't i'm not really a lot of people just don't want to let themselves go to that spot and for him to be able to do that like on a dime and then you meet him and know that he's not really you know, I, i've seen him in interviews and he'll talk about how he was uncomfortable with certain scenes and i was like i can't watch that i can't do that and that just blows my mind you know <laughs> So you haven't had anything like that come up so far with acting that you've kind of had to like take a step back and like, all right, let me like rethink this a little bit. Um, not really. I, I'm pretty much game for whatever comes down the line. I mean, it's like as long as I could separate myself from it. I mean, there was um, – I think maybe there was – it seems the last three or four characters I've played, I'm kind of doing the crazy backward redneck thing now, speaking of – <laughs> Speaking of Bill Monkey, <laughs> that's kind of been my thing the past couple of movies. I think I think it started with Swamp Murders. I put a little bit of a twang on there, but it's for a television series, so mm-hmm. you can only do so. And plus, it's based on actual events type of thing. So there was that, and then I did a film called The Last One, which is kind of an extension of that. That's not out yet, but again, twisted backwoods cannibalistic redneck type character, and I got a little darker for that, and then. Then that transformed into the film that I'm working on now, uh, Fury of the Dragon, where it's just like all out. This guy, the the character, my character, uh, I play a character called the Ghost Killer, and uh, he's just full blown sadist, sexist, rapist. Uh, he he just he you know he doesn't care, but he's an equal opportunity killer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you you had sent me uh, the picture right right before doing this, and I I was blown away. I was like, "This is going to be like a fucked up movie." <laughs> Dude, yeah, and it's only gotten crazier. I've done a couple days on set. I go back again next week uh, to wrap it up, and it's oh my god, it's insanity. And like I said, I, the uh, director Victor Rios, he's he's the man. He's uh he's definitely not shy in his writing and, and, what, and what he's putting together for the character. And it, it's a, it's an honor because I want to say within the last maybe year or so, it's cool because people have been reaching out to me. Like when directors or casting or whatever, they call you up and they say, Hey, I got this part that I think you'd be perfect for if you're interested. And so, yeah, let me see the script, blah, blah, blah. We'll work out specifics and stuff like that. And there's no greater feeling than that when you can, you know, I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. I don't think I'm there yet. <laughs> but the past year or so has been really cool because people just kind of, you know, when you're out there, you're out there. And people see something, they say, hey, you know, I like doing this. And especially when you do the festival circuit and, or the conventions. I do a lot of conventions. Even if I'm not there, I'll just I'll show up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just it, it's something speak. that I was surprised with because, um, like, going in – like with One Night of Fear, like I said, like you guys did like an amazing job with the acting, and to know that you had just started doing this a few years ago, like it, 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 it would I can I can see why I guess that that you would be approached because you, you, honestly, like I'm I'm gushing a little bit, but you guys really did a great fucking job with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I mean, it's always good when um, when you know it's good to see that the film find uh, you know. It's found its audience, the people that I talk to about it and the people that I've seen talk about it. The people who see it, they, they take it for what it is and they dig it. You know, it's uh, at the end of the day, it's it's not Shakespeare. You know, it's a it's a horror slasher film. 
Mm-hmm. And if you're a fan of that genre and, you know, you, 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 you got a couple bucks one Saturday night and, you know, you rent it on, on demand and, you know, the people that they're usually not disappointed, you know, cause it is, it doesn't try to be anything else that it isn't. Right. Yeah. And it, it's funny too. Like I'm, I'm really excited to see Fury of the Dragon now because uh, when I was watching it, I was like, you know, this guy's pretty good, but I'd like to see him as like a killer. And it, it's funny that you had brought up that you're playing the killer in in this upcoming movie because that's what I was waiting for in uh, in One Night of Fear. I was like, I could see this guy being a killer in a movie. Like, you, I don't know. I just had that that vibe. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I get cast as that a lot, or I get called up. I say, especially since I grew my beard in and let my hair grow out too, man. Then it's like a fucking nut job. <laughs> now, and, uh, uh, yeah. So you have other movies coming up too. You have uh, Torrent and Messiah were the ones that uh, we had spoke a little bit about. Yeah, and, um, bro. From what I had seen of those, uh, from like the trailers that were put out and stuff, they're more of like a like sci-fi action type thing but they do bring in uh like aspects like zombies and one one of the things i wanted to ask you was um coming from all these projects where you had used practical effects was it kind of weird going into these like sci-fi movies where there's like some special effects being used and like after editing that kind of stuff you mean like uh, is it difficult to get or do you think maybe a little more reliant on on special effects or post or anything like that or not reliant but I mean like is it is it any different like it was it weird going from practical effects to like having to like with the I'm trying to think of the words um, coming from movies that have practical practical effects to having like the the special effects added in afterwards was it any different or like was it kind of did it take some getting used to or no i I know what you mean um not really man because uh i think i think one of the reasons is beforehand before we we did those two projects where um i did a a buddy of mine got together and we did a short uh kind of theatrical trailer and we uh, called punisher outbreak Mm -hmm. so uh, he put up on youtube and vimeo and it you know it made some noise it got some attention and we shot all that and it was um he added in the effects afterwards we just you know, it's just basically me uh running around just basically shooting people like zombies <laughs> and it was all afterwards after effects um so we had nothing really to work with so that was kind of weird running around shooting people and there's nothing coming out and there's no <laughs> blood <laughs> and then to see what they you know we shot uh casted found location shot and edited all that uh in like two days like over a weekend and it was just and from what he was able to do and and cut that together and in that little amount of time and for everybody to come out and work for nothing dollar and a donut you know mm-hmm. handshake and to to see that it was, it was really cool flash forward a couple of years later we started working on uh torrent whether a year or two ago whatever it was now and uh and that was cool because that and Messiah are both, they're not heavily reliant on special, uh, on like practicals, but there are practicals in there. Mm-hmm. There's, um, like there's a headshot scene in there that I won't give away, but there's, we use practical effects for that. If you watch the behind the scenes, they show some of that. I turn around and blow this guy's head off. And, uh, and that was all practical. I would say that it's the practical films. They're just kind of enhanced a little bit with, with special effects. Gotcha. Like, I, th- I think Torrent, and possibly Messiah, I'm not sure because I haven't seen it yet. 
but judging from what I've seen in the trailer, I think I know Torrent for sure. There's not there's not a shot in that movie that's not that doesn't have a practical effect in there. I mean, that doesn't have a digital effect. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like every other frame, there's there's an effect of some kind. So those movies tend to take a little longer, um, but it's usually worth it in the long run. And I'm, I'm pumped. Yeah, and now Messiah, uh, you're you're the main character in it, from what I got from the trailer, and it's uh, you're able to bring people back, like zombies, back to 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 life. Yeah, and that that I thought was a pretty interesting concept because you know right? it's not something that I've seen done before. So, right? Yeah, I mean that's that was the thing that attracted me to it. Um, the humbling thing for me was I met DJ, the director on set of uh, Torrent, mm-hmm. and we were working together and we're gelling and we're knocking this film out. And then toward the end of it, he was like, "Hey, you know, I got this other project too that's lined up." And you always hope to hear that. You know, anytime a filmmaker. <laughs> wants to work with you multiple times that's like the biggest compliment i think as an actor you know that's like the coolest thing it's like hey i just so happen to have this other project that i think you'd be perfect for and you'd be the lead i said no kidding and he laid it out and he told me all about it and i was just i was not only was like oh my lead cool but then also the fact that when he laid out the fact that it's like well it's not just your typical kind of zombie bang shoot zombies thing he laid out this whole kind of thing where it's like you can actually kill them resurrect them and heal them and kind of bring the dead back to life and that struck a nerve with me right away because i've never even seen that before i've i thought i've seen everything in the you know in the zombie genre i've you know huge fan since i was a kid and they're pretty there's always maybe once in a while there's something that they kind of touch on that's fairly new but for the most part it's it's uh you know well, that's, why I love, that's why i love to like keep an eye on like the indie circuit because Especially now with like these big Hollywood horror movies, like you or movies in general, you kind of get like the same thing rehashed. And you know, there's a lot of indie movies that kind of fly under the radar that do have these new, unique ideas or like touch on things um, that we love that maybe got lost a long time ago. So, yeah, you definitely have a lot more freedom exactly. as well. Well, to take a little more chances, uh, depending on the budget as well and depending on how much money is involved and, and people are involved and how many when you have a smaller knit group of people and, and everybody's kind of given 150 percent um that that tends to work out better for you as opposed to a project where you got 15 hands in the pie so to speak and everybody's got something to say and you know yeah you're right like a lot of the bigger budget stuff is um tends to be kind of like copy and paste rinse repeat you know, you can't really take any. If it's not broke, don't fix it. They want a big opening weekend, then I can understand that. Yeah. But yeah. So, um, one question that we like to ask anybody who comes on these artist spotlights is, what movie got you into horror? And if you don't have an answer, then what is your favorite horror movie? I think for both of them, um, it's got to be The Exorcist. All right. I know that's debatable because there's there's a genre out there that are like, well, it's not really a horror film. It's more of kind of like a slow burn document. And like, well, yeah, I'm with you on that too. But to me, that's oh my god. I, I as a father with two girls, that's the ultimate <laughs> horror for me, man. <laughs> I mean, it spoke to me beforehand, and now that I'm a dad of two girls, I I couldn't imagine. I could not imagine that. Um, you know, seeing that, ha- having that, ha- 
that's worse. I'd rather it happen to me. I'd rather something happen to me than than to be able to live through that. Your daughter is going nuts, you know, possessed by it, and you, there's nothing, and you're completely helpless. And that movie is such a perfect setup, man. From beginning to end, you're just you're so helpless. Like it starts off nice, and then gradually, and that I also think is a lost art too. I, there's been a lot of movies that have tried since then, like these PG-13 ones that come out every weekend. And, <laughs> try to like you know the possession or the possessed or the haunting of this and it's like boo boo get to the next scare you know producer <laughs> yeah. i think that's i think that's something too that got lost is the the slow burn horror and uh, for me one of my favorite horror directors is ty west and uh he i he does it so well with like house of the devil the innkeepers like they uh they have this like this slow build up but the payoff is always worth it in the end <laughs> Yeah, man, and like I'm glad you mentioned Ty West too, because like, yeah, House of the Devil, I love that movie. That was one of my favorite movies to come out around that time. Mm-hmm. And the fact that it's like it's the slow burn, and I mean, I think there's something to be said about that. It's those were huge in the '70s and '80s, early '80s. Uh, very rarely do you get a movie like that. It's like 80 minutes, 90 minutes, and it has to be just kind of you know 10, 15 minutes of start off, introduce the characters, and then bang, then all of a sudden there's slamming doors and there's there's every cliche you could throw in there, and I just uh, I hate it. I can't stand it. I can't. I remember the last time I went to the movies, and you know, as far as like anything released theatrically, I mean, I don't remember the last time I saw anything where I was just like, "Wow, that was fucking amazing." It's rare. Uh, it's definitely rare now. Yeah, you know, it's it's. I, I couldn't imagine seeing myself being scared or freaked out if I was if I was that target audience. You know, thirteen, PG you know, the popcorn Friday night crowd. I'm like. Ugh. You know, when I was a kid, it was like Scream was the big kind of resurgence of that. When, mm-hmm. when I was a, I was a kid, I was about 19, 20 when Scream came out. Yeah. And uh, that was the big thing that kind of re- – and again, throwback to the, the stuff that's come before. And that's what's good about Ty West stuff is he kind of brings that slow burn that like House of the Devil's perfect. And mm-hmm. it just happens to take place in like 1981 or 79 or whatever it was. Well, it's exactly like you said too. Like, it, if it's not broke, don't fix it. They had this formula that like vamped up horror so well, and then it's just kind of gotten lost. So, yeah, there's only there's nowhere else to go but back. To, that's why the big rehash now. Like, look at the major shows we got now, like uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. You know, again, place in the '80s, very simple, old school, stripped down, uh, atmospheric. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, classic stuff. All right, so uh, I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. Let's hear some plugs. Where can people find you? Uh, all the usual spots, man. I'm on Facebook. Actor Jimmy Dempster, I think, is my page on there. I'm not on there as often as I'd like to be. Um, I just, I, I know I'm tardy to the party on this, but I just recently, about a month or so, uh, broke down and got myself an Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I've been told forever to get that, and I finally did. Uh, same thing on that actor Jimmy and I just go on there when I can and I'll post about stuff that I'm doing you know or I'll post about stuff that I've done or what's coming up and I'll just basically share it on everything Twitter and you know that's what's cool about that you just hit everything in one shot yeah Um, Messiah has got its website it's got the trailer the music video which actually both just won awards over in Texas really really proud of that Um, award winning trailer and music video which is really cool to see yourself in a music video (laughs) Uh, messiahthefilm.com is uh, that website you can check that out also Torrent the Movie that's tearing up the festivals now that's uh, torrentthemovie.com at that website you can check out the trailer uh, stay in touch with uh, 
upcoming releases and mares and all that good stuff. Um, Fury of the Dragon. They they have a Facebook page on there. You can check that out too. Yep. All right, cool. And we'll make sure that uh, in the description for this episode, we link everything. Um, And if you were interested in our talk about One Night of Fear and you want to check that out, I will link that in the description as well. Uh, Sierra and I watched it. We definitely recommend it. But uh, yeah, Jimmy, thanks so much for coming on. I had a lot of fun talking. Yeah, brother. I appreciate it. Anytime, man. Let's do it again. All right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, We'll hit you up um, maybe after uh, Messiah or Torrent or Fury of the Dragon comes out. We can get you back on and talk more about them. Absolutely, man. You got it. All right. Thanks a lot, man.